0: Hey everybody and welcome to the BFA Life podcast. For those of you who have been here anytime between 1995 and 2018, you will know the names Art and Becky Melli. They are currently living and working in California, but I've been in town this past week and we're really excited to sit down with them catch up with what they're doing we're going to be talking about transition we're going to be talking about what god is doing here at bfa and abroad for anyone who knows a missionary was a missionary and anybody in between i think this will be a really exciting episode let's get to it
1: when well, we first came to bfa in 1995 and uh, I had the privilege of uh, coaching in 1996 um, and uh, coached for many years here. And I've also had the privilege of teaching Bible here, um, as well as being the chaplain um, here uh, starting in 2000. And so uh, what a privilege to serve um, kids um, with an incarnational, relational youth ministry experience within the context of an international christian school and to support kids uh, of missionary families who are out in the field doing doing some work
2: now we also loved our time at bfcf which is black forest christian fellowship the school that's um, the church that's attached to bfa um the lord just put those two I think ministries together a long time ago, and they've changed and grown over the years, but just to be involved in both, what a blessing.
1: Yeah, so uh, just uh, hanging out with kids, um, whether it be in the classroom, uh, whether it be at uh, school events, uh, um, athletic events. um, Boy, also I think um, just a privilege to see these kids grow up and have a part in their journey to play a part in the journey and to also facilitate um we we helped start um small groups as well as chrysalis and so we had an opportunity to uh, mobilize staff to be intentionally involved within mm-hmm. the um student life of the ministry um to um to the students, and uh, so uh, we we really appreciated that opportunity, and those in leadership that gave us the freedom to develop chrysalis and small groups, wow. and school retreats, and mission trips, and and whatnot. And so, uh, one of our one of my fondest memories of being at BFA is taking kids out on over spring break uh, on um, service projects, mission trips, wherever we call them now. But uh, boy, what an exciting uh, opportunity! Um, to help kids not only learn stuff in the classroom, but then have opportunities to apply it. We also had um, yeah. Basel Outreach. We also had uh, other opportunities for kids to apply uh, their faith and put it into action.
2: Mm. One of the fun things in the early days was um, was the East opening up. So um, Romania, Hungary, Czech Republic, Poland, et cetera. And, um, because we also worked with military kids on military bases, um, we would use BFA students as our work teams and for our worship teams and preachers and small group leaders. And so it just gave them an opportunity to put their faith in action. Mm. And, um, I have such great memories of those teams supporting a group of thousand kids in Poland and in the Czech Republic and Hungary when we used to take a thousand kids every year. And, um, I think one of the things that um, is my favorite thing about working at BFA is that God gave us room to try amazing, big things. Mm. Um, And these were all his ideas, of course, you know, that he would put in our head or our staff's head and our team's head. Um, And the Lord gave us so much freedom to challenge kids and give them experiences where they could grow. And we're really grateful how BFA supported us through that.
1: Yeah, Tim Sherman was the uh, executive director in those days, and um, you know, I was very um, honored and that he would um, catch a vision for how to do youth ministry, again, within the context of an educational institution. Bottom line, this is school, but I think our students are a lot healthier Mm -hmm. and um, a lot more focused when their spiritual life. Is being nurtured and developed. And we had an opportunity to do that. And what's exciting for me to see is that that continues on through Christy Martin. um, And uh, that that students are still being challenged. And we're showing the same excellence that we have shown in the classroom. We're showing it in challenging students in their spiritual life. Mm
3: -hmm. I don't think, I don't know how many people know the origin of some of the programs that go on here. Um, especially within the chaplain's department. You mentioned spirit, uh, the service project trips, um, chrysalis, small group, all those things that, I mean, affected me in my life and I'm sure for you too, Nathan. Yeah, like, absolutely. Those are just things that were a part of our experience. But yeah, that's that's incredible to hear about the conception of those ideas and implementing those things that played a huge role and and they still do. Play a huge role in BFA experience. I think, I think there's
0: there's things that you walk into as as students that you assume are just kind of part of how BFA does things, and you forget that every initiative or program or trip or, or whatever, even thinking about some of the field trips that they used to go to or just recently went to, that somebody had to step out that first year and say, "I feel like God is calling us to do this. I am going to do the research and champion it and find the money in all these places and." Um, to see especially small groups in Chrysalis have a huge involvement from the student body. I think it's, I don't know, 95% or something. And to hear how those are started. And at the end of the day, God put those things on your heart and your team. And it's fun to see those continue and thrive.
2: Well, and, and just the yeah. things that have been developed since. I mean, I that's how God works, isn't it? He um, brings different staff over the different years. You know, no one's indispensable. Um, but, um, you know, you pray, you see a need, and you say, okay, Lord, we need to meet this need, and we know that you want to meet this need in our students. And so he puts an idea. And just to see you guys actually in here, this is all developed in the last couple of years with mm-hmm. you guys in mm-hmm. here. And um, mm-hmm. both former students. I mean, what a blessing it is for us to see that happen and we love seeing students come back and invest in BFA and um, BFA is a really special place because it's a place where students are taken seriously I think I really do believe that they're taken seriously and and seen as leaders and they're developed and they're given the opportunity to be developed you know and I we pray that that continues because it's such an awesome thing.
1: we started chrysalis back in the day was to challenge seniors to be investing in underclassmen especially middle school students um with the idea that as they transition back to the u.s they can walk into any church and they can say um you know do you need help in the in the middle school ministry Uh, i spent the last year um leading games leading small groups leading worship uh, for middle school kids and um you know Do you need any help? And any youth pastor in the states, knowing that um, these guys are coming in with experience, would just jump on that. But also, it was to tie them into the local body of Christ, uh, because uh, you know when people transition, it's easy to flounder a little bit when you're trying to find your way back. um, For example, in uh, in North America or or the U.S., and uh, this gives them an opportunity to uh, plug into a church and um, have some uh, experience on how um, to uh, minister to middle school kids. And and the other thing is to make their senior year not only about themselves, mm. but about how they can give their life away to others. And that's the uh, um, that's what Christ calls us to do, is uh, invest into others. And so we wanted to do that in a very tangible way. Um, as Becky said, um, just a, a great way to um, develop leaders by giving them opportunity to exercise their leadership um, Abilities and uh, it's, it's been a privilege to watch that thing grow and, and see it develop. And um, knowing that it wasn't just an art and breaky thing, but it was a god thing because mm. here 19 years later, they're still you guys are still <laughs> doing this. I'm just going, Oh, yeah, it's a very <laughs> thank, thank you, Jesus, for, for putting that on our hearts. We just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And I praise God again for leaders who uh, took a chance and uh, gave up a study, um, study hours, you know, was, mm. mm-hmm. um, the school took a chance, and here we are 19 years later, and they're still doing it, so we're excited. I also Mm -hmm. think
2: it's just interesting how God knows our future, you know? Because when we started Chrysalis, back in the days when our kids were here little, there was 15 kids in the middle school, Mm -hmm. you know? And who would have known, except for the Lord, you know, that it was gonna grow to, um, well, during those years, over 100 in the Mm -hmm. middle school. Mm -hmm. So they needed a program, But, you know, so the Lord knew, he Mm -hmm. knows Mm -hmm. what we're going to need, right? So Mm -hmm. when we follow him, Mm -hmm. that's what happens. You know, he's already thought it through. He knows what we're going to need. And we just, we just have to follow and obey and step out and say, yes, Lord, you know, and then he, he takes it.
0: That was back in the days when the middle school had boarding and middle schoolers always need people pouring into them. But I would imagine that's a, a very vulnerable age. And it was, it's cool to hear an ongoing embodiment of what our mission is as far as going out and impacting the world for Christ, and you can start right here. It's it's a lot easier to start here and then see that grow. That's cool.
1: Yeah, globally-minded Christians impacting the world for Christ. You know, the, the globally-minded is, uh, you know, we're, there's a lot of TCKs here that are globally-minded Christians. Uh, one of the opportunities that BFA has is to help clarify um, students' walk with Christ, um, uh, you know, not only through the Bible classes and, uh, through other things, but uh, specifically through the chaplain's department um, to be challenged um, glo- globally minded Christians impacting their world for Christ. That shouldn't happen, and it doesn't happen just upon graduation. It mm. can happen during their yeah. high school years here. Yeah. So uh, another thing is just having um, times with athletic teams. As the basketball coach, we used to uh, pull the visiting teams together here, and actually have some bfa kids give a little testimony and we share a lot a little bit about bfa and we find out about like fiesbaden or ansbach or um, k-town ramstein you know schools like that Um, we find out about their community but then we would tell them about our community and it gave us an opportunity uh, to get to know um, students from the dod um, schools that we play in our athletics uh, specifically basketball and other sports but uh we um You know just to have our kids be able to articulate their faith um that way was just great and coaches would often say wow this is a great place here and Mm -hmm. um so on multiple levels guys we uh we wanted to challenge kids to uh to be witnesses for christ um wherever they could be so Mm
3: -hmm. well thanks for being uh an example of you know of that faith and trusting in the lord that he knows our future that he knows what we'll need um speaking as somebody who used to be a student and benefiting from these ministries, um, but also as a current staff member and thinking about the future of ministry and BFA and all those things, it's so good to sit with you and, and, and soak all of this in. <laughs> um, and we could. We could for hours. I mean, you guys were here a long time. Um, but we'd love to hear, too, about um, transitioning out of BFA, at least on a full-time basis, um, where you guys have landed, um, where your heart has kind of um, been drawn to, um, so just kind of walk us through for maybe some of our listeners don't even know that you guys have made that transition, um, whether it's you know, an alumnus or alumna from 10-15 years ago uh, who remembers you. Um, just give us a little synopsis of what's going on now in your lives.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I think one of the biggest questions for staff and students alike is your life after BFA. Well, obviously yes there's life after BFA but what does that look like Is it going to look different uh, so much um, this is a very uh, impactful uh, intense uh, environment that um, talk to any staff person or any student that's come through here um, I used to meet with students that graduated back in the mid 90s um, and this place really has left lasting memories in their mm-hmm. lives um, so um, is there life after this place? Yeah, because um, Jesus is Lord here in Germany and at BFA, as well as in the States um, or in Canada. And, and so uh, the good news is that um, He never leaves us nor forsakes us. He always uh, is with us. And so uh, for us, um, you know, a lot of questions. I think uh, there's a season in life. There's a season that people have and it's a privileged, um, and we and we love that season. Um, but then there's other seasons. We had the opportunity in 2018 um, to transition back to uh, North America. Uh, we moved to a place called um, Hume Lake Christian Camps. It's in California, in the Kings Canyon Sequoia National Park. And uh, we own a cabin there, and that's our home base. And we were really uh, weren't sure what we were going to do. Uh, but as the lord opened up doors uh and uh currently we have the opportunity uh, i i teach at joshua wilderness institute it's a one-year gap program it's one year discipleship um school uh, that goes from beginning of september to the middle of august so it's literally one year mm-hmm. and uh and i teach theology and discipleship uh in the classroom for the school year uh, once a week for an hour and a half, and, and then I have the opportunity to hang out with uh, this group of students is, are 18 to 24 year olds, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's it's about 50 students that uh, are in this program, and Joshua Wilderness Institute, it's an amazing program for, um, for students that wanna just get away and get grounded in their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to school in the morning They work at the camp in the afternoon they have speakers at night and then they do five trips um, per year um like the dominican republic mexico la uh, heartland christian camps and then they also go to uh, israel for two weeks Uh, so there's a big emphasis which we love on not just knowing the word but applying the word Mm -hmm. um as well too so so we do that and then we also are involved in a ministry called sun Life. Uh, which has an emphasis on disciple making um, the way the the way Jesus did it uh, in first John two six it says, if we say we abide in him, we ought to walk as Jesus walked. So how do you do discipleship? you know it, we don't have to come up with a um, disciple Uh We don't have to come up with a new um, blueprint. He's already given us that so um, so you have to be a disciple and then you have to um, build disciples and then you begin a discipleship movement, and so um, a, a discipling movement. So um, so we do that as well. But um, w- one of the big things that, uh, and it pays the bills, is that we're with our mission is Youth for Christ International. And we are in charge of, some people will call it member care, we call it pastoral care uh, for Youth for Christ um, International North American missionaries um, that are between um, Northern Ireland and Cyprus uh, that we oversee just um, to come alongside and encourage them. We're not in their operational chain of command, but we're we're actually uh, just loving on them and, and spiritually trying to keep them healthy so they can uh, minister not from an empty well, but minister out of the abundance of Christ in, in their life.
2: So Youth for Christ, right after Second World War, actually um, Billy Graham, um, organized a bunch of youth workers here uh, on the continent and gave the ministry away. So most of our our mission is with nationals, Mm -hmm. national directors. Uh, So the Americans that are um, working alongside them are just here for training, equipping usually some some directors of nations, but mostly run by nationals. So we really love that because when we were here, we worked with nationals specifically. But um, it's just fun to see the ministry. It's grown. Last year we had – a dream of reaching um, a million kids, and the stats came in at a million seven last year for, oh, for, for Europe. That's
1: awesome. For Europe, Middle East, North
2: Africa. Right, for Europe, Middle East, North Africa. So we're really blessed to, to come alongside those missionaries that work yeah. with those teams. Um, what we love is that the gospel's being shared in 34 different nations in 34 different ways. They, they each have their own model of ministry, so it's not a cookie-cutter type ministry, and yet um, yet the same gospel, right? Jesus is the same. So, yep. And because of Sun Life, it's kind of this perfect pairing where we study the life of Jesus. We pull out not only his message, not only his motive, but his method of making disciples. And literally from the book of Luke, which is a chronological study of Jesus' life, we're able to say, you know, how long was it before he called that leadership team? Well, it's 18 months. What did he do up to that point? How did he train them? How did he equip them? So we're excited about um, taking this back to America too, something that we've seen work here in spades and really being able to share that with different church teams. So we're mm-hmm. doing a lot of consulting these days and coaching and also just um, we're on the leadership team for some life. Mm-hmm. So combining that with you for Christ, it's been a blessing. And also at Hume Lake now we had the opportunity mm-hmm. to – to train and coach and to share with different youth pastors who come up there, bring their kids. That's really so that's cool. That's a blessing how God worked all that together. You know, mm-hmm. amazing.
0: Yeah. It's it's so life-giving for us when you guys, or Art came in yesterday and talked with her a little bit. It's so life-giving for us to hear people who have spent a chunk of time here and God calls them somewhere else in a time when it's like, oh, this is my ministry and, then, and now it's over. But to hear... A couple who loves God who is going on to different things and God is working and using them for awesome stuff and I, I think uh, Art used the the word yesterday an expiration date on this place and um, especially for seniors but I think even for staff there is a a fear of that and I think sometimes we artificially push that off as far as not wanting to make that choice but it's God is doing amazing things all over the place and it's everybody has their own little bubble and um, to see someone who has been here from 95 till you left in 2018, correct? Correct. Um, You know, 23 years of ministry and to step out in faith after your kids have graduated and gone and had their own kids uh, for you guys to step out in faith and have your world turned upside down and to see God honor that is encouraging for us as we kind of begin the journey that that you walked away from and God continues to use you that's
1: awesome mm-hmm. there's a fear that um, it's over when Mm -hmm. you leave BFA because Mm -hmm. um, really we're talking about kingdom workers Mm -hmm. um, and BFA is an amazing place to be a kingdom worker uh, to to come alongside missionary families it's an amazing place um, to minister to kids who are making lifelong decisions Um, but it's uh, you know like I said it's a life after BFA absolutely because Mm -hmm. uh, all God's doing is redeploying his assets. He goes, yep. I had you here, now I need you here, and I have a role for you, I have a, um, an opportunity for you. But I think the key is to, um, you know, if we're seeking God's best, you know, God sometimes talks plainly, and sometimes we have to walk by faith and not by sight. When we left in 2018, our mission was going through changes. Uh, we weren't quite sure what we were gonna land on. Um, but I'll tell you what, you take that step of faith and God opens up doors because I believe doors are open. You know, it's not like behind door number two, oh, that's a shut door. Um, um, there's ministry all around us and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and if we're obedient, if we're walking in the spirit, we're being sensitive um, to his leading, uh, he, he gives us opportunities. When we landed at Hume Lake, uh, I had taught my furlough year uh, Joshua but I wasn't sure if I was going to have that role again and, and a day after we landed at Hume I was up talking to Joshua leadership and they asked me if I'd teach again and I went wow thank you thank you mm-hmm. Jesus and, and frankly to be honest I was a little like can I connect with American teenage, uh, American, you know, college kids uh, after working with internationals and TCKs um, and the Lord just said yeah I'm not done with you You know, uh, there's no, um, you know, people go, hey, are you going to retire? I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm going show me retirement in the Bible. Um, (laughs) You know, I don't know that it's in there. Maybe someone says it in the Old Testament or something. But, you know, we're called to be um, to make disciples, and we're called to be a witness, and uh, wherever we land. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, what a privilege we've had to uh, see that fall come together. Not transition was not without some hurdles. Um, just logistical things like health and just we need to buy a car, you know, there's all kinds of logistical things. But uh, the opportunity to minister, mm-hmm. and especially in a day and age that we live in today where people are very fearful politically, economically. Um, what an opportunity to share the gospel and to give people hope amid hopelessness. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, did we have it all wired when we left? No way. Um, did we have to step out in faith? Absolutely. But if, you're, if you've been calling to ministry, I really believe that, uh, that God will open those doors. And he, you know, do we love where we're at now? Absolutely. Do we love BFA? Oh, yeah. And coming back here is like coming home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good to know that you know, we're doing what God wants us to do right now on that side of the ocean. So um, it's a scary at times. Absolutely. Is it comfortable here? Boy, it can be. You know, it can be so comfortable here that we forget that God, um, you know, sometimes God brings those, you know, bumps in the road so that we turn and trust him. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, leaving, um, that was a separate phase. Yeah. Um, but as usual, Jesus said, I will never leave you, nor will ever forsake mm-hmm. you. And in Matthew 28, he says, and Lord, I'm with you always. And so uh, as a follower of Christ, I don't have to worry. Um, it's the same, same Lord, same God on this side of the ocean, is that side of the ocean, and He has uh, ministry for us. And uh, uh, we just need to be open to saying, okay, Lord, here we go. Buckle up. Let's go, man.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Becky, what is it like for you to be back?
2: Um, I went through a time of transition trying to figure out what my role is. I think one of the things that... um when you have such a a firm identity somewhere established, like we did here, and then to go back and not sure um, what you're supposed to be doing or who you are, you know, then you have to dig deep and going, okay, I'm a child of God, and that's my identity. So it's a time of reaffirmation and remembering, okay, this is who I am in Christ, and who I am um, has has to be foundational to Mm -hmm. what I do. So that was good. It was good for that reminder and good to dig back in and spend a lot of time in prayer. And yet, once I was able to focus on what was important and what the Lord wanted to teach me, then he started um, opening up opportunities for me to minister. But that identity thing, that identity Mm -hmm. aspect, that's we, we let that go sometime when we're too busy you know Mm -hmm. and also when we just fill up our life with stuff you know i was so busy here that it's it's easy to let it go so i had to struggle with that a little bit um and just it's amazing how many opportunities there are to be fearful right so you know this doesn't go right okay i'm afraid this doesn't go right okay i'm discouraged you know it's it's just Mm -hmm. amazing how many opportunities but just to say no i'm not gonna live like that i'm gonna live like by faith like he did overseas you know i'm gonna mm. i'm gonna be the same uh have to say that same missionary heart and trust god and step out in faith and obey him and follow him you know it's all always the basics for me you mm. know for me personally anyway it always comes back to those basics am i really gonna follow jesus am i gonna really take a risk for him yeah and trust him so that's how it was yeah but it was good it was good it, there were some hard times but it was good
3: Faith is a decision regardless of circumstance sometimes, you know. It's got to be a conscious decision. Um, what about this visit, like this week, as you guys are back in Condor?
2: What a joy to see you guys still here. <laughs> and just, you know, there's this place is like, you know, the train station people get off and stay for a while. and They get on and they go somewhere else. God yeah. leads them somewhere else. So there's a lot of people gone. But mm. um, what a blessing to see the ones that are here. Um the sweet aroma of christ in the hospitality of people's hearts it's not just um the way we live here um but it's our hearts we have um this place helps people to understand what it means to have hospitality of heart Mm -hmm. and when that doesn't happen you know i've talked to some people who feel a little alienated or lonely maybe they haven't jumped into relationship um there's something wrong about that for sure You know, that's not what this place is about. It's about community and people jumping in. So it takes initiative. Mm -hmm. If you're not there Mm -hmm. yet, you have to take initiative. But it really is learning um, what does it mean to just be open to relationships Mm -hmm. and living in community, both with the students and the staff and to the Germans and people around us. Mm -hmm. So it's been great to see that ongoing people who are doing that and then people, you know, we've prayed with some people who aren't there yet and yet um, just to see how faithful God is. God's mm-hmm. faithful. He brings new people here um, to fill new positions, give new vision. I mean, it's a faithful God we serve. Mm-hmm.
0: If you if you had a piece of of advice for, I, I was going to say new people rolling in, but Becky, I think you hit it on the head where you, you do need to jump in. Um, for people who are staring down, we're all in a perpetual state of transition, but especially staring down some some kind of major change, Uh, something that you guys have recently gone through after a long time being somewhere, what would, what would you say to them, either, uh, whether BFA or just even uh, other missionaries who are considering leaving a long time field, what, I know you, you've hit on a lot of things of what God has taught you, but from you to them, what would, what would you wish for them? If that makes sense. You know,
2: for me, it's just such a clear understanding of, who I am in Christ, and then what I'm to do. Um, the the ministry, the work of my hands that he's given me to do, I really believe that God's given us things to do. We're to love God, love others, and we're to make disciples. It's, it's not too complicated, actually. <laughs> and when we engage in what God's given us to do, we're, we live fulfilled lives. Yes, we still have trouble. We still have crisis. We still have challenges, and yet that big picture of what he's got, given us to do is worth living a life. And for me, it's always re-engaging in the mission and the ministry um, that keeps me going and gives me hope for a new day. And when I lose sight of who I am in Christ and what he's given me to do, that's when um, those were the dark days for me. Mm-hmm. But when I was able to remember and re-engage, of course, you know, God's worth, it's truth, so I got to be in God's word, um, it's amazing how transitions is kind of... I remember even summers here. You know, summer. For some reason, like you, you don't meet with your small group anymore. Well, then I guess I don't have to read God's word every day. You know, it's like you mm, take a vacation mm-hmm. from God in the summer, right? Some I remember that sometimes. Like yeah. Your kids are home, you know, when, when they get older. And um, you're just... Um, it's, Unstructured it's busyness. Yeah. yeah. And there you go. Small said. It's, it's easy to... Um, let go of those basic things that you know are important you know to keep healthy and to to um continue on to what god you know the priorities that jesus had given us and, it, and all of a sudden you start making your own priorities and it's a mess right and at the end of the summer you go what was that all about you know it wasn't really restful because i don't feel good about my summer or whatever it's sometimes vacations are like that too yeah. even right um so anyway, I think transition is much like that. Like just, you know, don't forget about your priorities of spending mm. time with the Lord. That's and a good yeah. re-engage in ministry and relationships. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what life is all about.
1: You know, one of the things, you, you asked the question, what, what is it like to come back here? It was like coming back to the familiar. Um, you know, the Donor Shop, the you know, the Hopstrasse, you know, BFA, the gyms here, you know. I mean, it was all familiar. and. I think in any ministry the the longer you stay in any ministry it can become too familiar it can become routine it can become um something that you take the 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 trust of the lord for daily ministry out of the picture and it's easy just to function um because that's what you do right you come become to school here, you, 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 it's basketball season again, or it's this or that again, and uh, I think what transitions do is remind you that we're not in control, but the Lord is, and, and then when there's major hiccups that come along in ministry, it's God's way of saying, nah, you know, I got this, you don't, um, and uh, so for, for me, I think one of the things that any missionary um, that's transition in or out. Um, those are the moments where you're intently trusting the Lord, but you need to continually trust the Lord throughout your tenure anywhere, um, and and not just um, do it because that's what you do every day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but for for us, you know, being able to go into Hebrews and know where everything is um, was just. I didn't have to think; I just did. But it, 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 it reminded mm-hmm. me: Did I do that when I was here? I I, mm-hmm. I just did life every day mm-hmm. because that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but was I trusting the Lord um, and taking the opportunity to be His, uh, you know, be, to be salt and light in this community um, beyond the walls of BFA, you know? And so, uh, uh, you know, I think transitions um, are transitions are healthy even though they're awkward uh because you leave friends you leave the familiar and uh, for us and again being back it's just a familiar but uh but it's been a joy to also um like going to uh we went to doc geringer's and he came out um i mean we didn't actually go to see him but he comes out and he shook our hands he remembered us and it, 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 it's great to be known um and so so that's kind of fun but uh um it's great to be remembered. Mm. Um, and thank you for the privilege of doing this. But uh, It's uh, our pleasure. Yeah. It's our privilege, really. Uh, you guys rock, man. There's no doubt. Um, this but, podcast
0: is basically us sitting here soaking up your, your wisdom. This <laughs> is not.
1: <laughs> well, you know. Uh, oh, wait. We're still recording?
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when the Bible
1: says, trust in the Lord uh, with all your heart, um, we often focus on, and he will make you straight, your path straight. So we often focus on making our path straight. But it starts off with trusting Mm -hmm. And uh, do I trust the Lord today for my substance, for my being, for my conversations, for my, you know, involvement in life? Um, Trust in the Lord. It begins there, um, and then obviously lean not on your own understanding, Mm -hmm. and He will make straight your paths, but uh, um, again, yeah, there you go. (laughs)
0: if people wanted to get in touch with you or even look into Hume Lake or the Joshua program, uh, what's the,
2: what's the best way to do that? Art, A-R-T, Becky, B-E-C-K-I-E, Mellie, M-E-L-L-I at Mac.com. Or look us up on Facebook. Of course we're there. Um, we'd love to point you to different opportunities. Um, for, for sure Joshua Wilderness Institute is an amazing gap program. Um, It's super challenging. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. They sign a uh, covenant for a year. No music, no videos, no TV. Um, They get an hour a day that they have to share on four computers um, for Internet that they share. 50 students. So um, (laughs) 15 seconds each. This is not for the faint of heart. um, Gap program. But what it does is it takes students completely out of their culture and gives mm. them a break from it um, to study the life of Christ, and so um, the results are astounding. That's the only way I can say. Yeah. At the end of the year, we graduate students who um, have a completely new life. So yeah. anyway, well, can just adults a suggestion. come? Can we come? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know that's yeah. what we said. Well,
1: they call it Joshua Wilderness Institute because it's like being taken into the wilderness if you've been to Israel. You go into wilderness and it's barren. Um, They take, you know, students don't use their, there's no cell coverage up in the Kings Canyon Sequoia National Park. So uh, that's a non-starter. And when they sign this covenant, they're really going through, one student put it this way, he goes, I felt like I just went through a detox uh, program. Mm -hmm. And he goes, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. So uh, he was a heavy gamer. I know he's not gaming now. Um, he's studying God's word, and through that they are highly impacted. But here's another thing: um, we have a cabin there that has a missionary apartment downstairs. And so, if um, if you're coming by, uh, we'd love to put you up for a weekend, a week, a couple weeks. Uh, it's it's something that we feel like you know we have. It's a huge cabin, and two people don't need the size of this cabin. Um, um to live in. you know i wonder how many rooms can you live in at one time right mm-hmm. um so uh but but it's a resource that uh, we've had pastors and missionaries stay down there and uh they can take advantage of what's going on at hume and walk in the wilderness and just have time alone with the lord uh we're an hour and a half away from fresno clovis california um uh, out of the central valley of california and uh um but you know one of the exciting things for, for me is that whoever comes up to Hume, and Hume has uh, probably 2,200 campers a week over the summer for 10 weeks, so they have a big crowd and they have weekend camps all the time, and um, we, we have run into more people that know about BFA that come to Hume <laughs> It's Lake.
2: astounding, actually. Hmm. Well, like yeah. a week doesn't go by that somebody hasn't even been here. You know, there's a missionary from their church that's being supported yeah. here. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, and so it's it's um, yeah, it's 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 absolutely incredible. But uh, just running this somebody, I go, yeah, we're going to be going back to Germany and visiting um, the school that we used to work at uh, called Black Forest Academy. Um, and uh, and they, oh, I know Black Forest Academy. And do you know such and such that works there? I'm going, oh my goodness, it's a small <laughs> world. You know all the people. Yeah, you guys, you guys have seen it and done it. Yeah, so. Um, that's how you get a hold of us, and um, you know, like Becky said, we're on Facebook, and we love to connect with you and find out your story because I'm sure that God's doing equally great things among you as well, too, so. Uh, but again, just, just to echo what Becky said, uh, we just so appreciate people like you guys who stand in the gap, who are um, exercising your, your skills your interest, your, you know, and investing in the lives of, of kids and staff alike here at Black Forest Academy, um, it, it, it says a lot. Mm. So, uh, thank you for this opportunity. It's, it is really our pleasure.
3: Yeah. We really appreciate you guys taking out the time to come sit with us and just bless us with all your wisdom and presence. And um, we miss you guys yeah oh, we, miss we miss you, you. oh gosh we wish you the best as you travel back and thank you continue your ministry in california and um yeah once again just if you want to get a hold of art and becky Melly, um we'll put their email address in the description of this podcast as well so you can find it there but thanks a lot you guys thanks guys we really we appreciate it
2: thanks thank you <laughs>